Hey, what's poppin', guys? Welcome back to the Dallas Rays Podcast, Season 4, Episode 8. I'm Spencer Rays, joined here by Ezra Janello, my friend from the Trenton Thunder. What's up, guys? How are we this fine afternoon? So it's a little, it's it's kind of cold over here, but I would argue it's a lot colder by you. I don't know how you're holding up with that so far. Yeah, it's 40 degrees. I broke out the fleece <laughs> this morning. Actually, my my slice fleece. Okay, okay. Love it, slice one of the mascots <laughs> of the Thunder. But yeah, we were joking about apparel beforehand. And you said you only have a hat and a sweatshirt for a row, and that's all I got I, <laughs> for now. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, if it's free, it's for me. My entire wardrobe is Franklin Pierce and Trenton Thunder, so <laughs> I'll take it. There you go. I mean, no, today it was like 40 in the morning, so I wore my Dougie jersey, but I took it off because now it's like 60. But that's just jersey for you. Did you say Dougie like Dougie Hamilton? Yeah. Have a Dougie Hamilton jersey? Yeah. Let me hold on, let me get it real quick. I know we're not video just yet, but I'll just show you. I got it at the stadium. Oh, I love that. With the, the alternate badge. Love that. That's sick. So I, I got paid by a focus group to do a study, and I was like, I'm buying a jersey. I don't yeah. have a Devils jersey, so I'm going to buy one, and that's what happened. <laughs> I'm a big – I buy all my baseball and hockey jerseys at the trade deadline. So when Taylor Hall got traded for go. the Devils, I bought the white um, – alternate jersey the classic jersey for like 50 bucks i got yes. the yankees jersey orioles cubs and indians i got a, a red indians script letter jersey all for like 40 bucks a piece yeah. like legit actual jerseys because they're all majestic not nike there you go the cool base the cool base instead of flex base goes for a lot less right now yeah yeah, for those who don't know, like those are the kind of jerseys they've been running with. Like they went from Majestic. They're supposed to be Under Armour in 2020, but Nike outbid them. So that's why Nike's the new, or I guess second year in with MLB. Um, they used to be cool base jerseys. Now they're flex base. Got a little mesh on the bottom, uh, the the back of the jersey now. I think I'd I'd go bankrupt if Under Armour was the official jersey provider for the MLB. Like I, like I'm a big Under Armour guy. Not a huge Nike guy. Um, but oh my god, I think I lose all my money. I didn't know that. That would have been. I mean, I guess it's it's a good thing that's not Under Armour because my bank account <laughs> destroyed. I will say most of my polos are Izod and Under Armour. They're, they're the, it's the best feeling. The the best fit, the best colors, the combination. It's just amazing. Like Nike can't compare. Oh, I got I got we we're Under Armour at Franklin Pierce, and okay. I have these athletic department polos. And you, you're only supposed to have them if you work in the athletic department. And, and I do. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still a student. Yeah. But I, I kind of finessed my way into getting a copy <laughs> of the catalog. And I, I put an order in. And everybody sees me wearing them. And I, I feel so official. <laughs> I look so cool wearing these, like, sick Under Armour polos. Oh, it's, it's, it's electric. Feeling like a higher up while <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. you're still in oh, college. Yeah. It's like it's like the Thunder giving me the uh, the front office only <laughs> polo this summer. Arm I don't I don't belong wearing them. It's all oh, right. I'll take them. Uh, free polos are free polo, dude. Polos are sick. People are always on a rate that. Yeah, yeah. But let's jump into baseball. So we have a lot. Well, maybe not as much to talk about as usual because he's only got one series left. Down to the last two teams of 2021, Houston Astros and Atlanta Braves. Uh, game one, the Braves take it 6-2. Charlie Morton gets injured, breaks his leg, still strikes out two batters, and finishes the inning. What a feat. Yeah, just that entire game was unbelievable. I, what, it wasn't a leadoff home run. 
Yeah, Jorge Soler. The series. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what Atlanta needed. Because you look at these two teams on paper, Houston's the better team, 100%. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it's talking about adversity and having to go through just the hate from the past couple of years after the 2017 cheating scandal, whether it's skill, whatever you're like, whether it's it's market, size, money, doesn't matter. Houston is the big brother in the relationship between Atlanta and Houston. So the Braves needed just a quick jump start. Jorge Soler, just start right off the bat in Houston, right? Yeah. First yeah. community in Houston because so, of the advantage. So yeah, you you got to do something. You got to get off to that hot start. They end up scoring two runs in the first inning, another one added in the, in the top of the second, and then two more in the top of the third. So you already have a 5 nothing lead going into the fourth inning before you surrender the, the first run against you. So yeah. just quick starts. That's exactly how you lead not just a game on the road, but the World Series when you're going into your big brother's facility. And I, I was thinking about it in the car today. I was driving to get my, my dunks. And just the Braves, they don't have... I mean, they have Freddie Freeman. They have Acuna. But, like, y- you haven't seen a team like the Braves in professional sports championships in how long? Maybe, maybe since, like, Kansas City won the World Series. Because... You look Tampa Bay, millions of dollars over the salary cap. They got Stamkos and Kucherov and Vasilevsky in the net. You look at the NBA and it's LeBron James and Steph Curry and just Giannis Antetokounmpo running the show and winning championships. Uh, I don't really pay attention to the MLS, but yeah. you just you have these big superstars and big market teams, and they're just winning games and you know they're not finding ways to win games and last year you had tampa bay and yeah they had a really good pitching staff and they don't have like that number one guy a top 10 guy in the league and they right. found a way to get to where they they got to the world series while being one of the lowest payroll teams in the league and i think you're seeing that with atlanta and the fact that they jumped out to that quick of a lead in game one it's like oh my god like I really want Atlanta to win. I don't think they're going to get the World Series. I don't think they're going to win. But, oh, my God, would that be such a sick story? It would definitely be a sick story. As much as I want the Braves to win, just like you said, I don't think they will. And, like, you just look at their depth chart. Their pitching is non-existent at this point. Like, another guy goes down. But, like, now it's him and Soroka are gone. And we always talk about postseasons of pitching game. You only need three pitchers, but you need three strong pitchers especially in the World Series. It can't be three okay or average guys coming in. It doesn't. It's not a good look for them. Um, and then game two, Houston kind of battles that. They come back. They, they know what they're about. They're at the home field advantage. They win 7-2. Altuve and Bradley go two for five and two for four. And everybody on the team, except for Jordan, Jordan Alvarez and Bregman, got at least one hit. And, and Jordan Alvarez, he's not... The guy like who's gonna go four for four or three for four in a game. He's the guy that's gonna go one for I don't know, one for ten in the first three games of a series. Yep. That one is gonna be a three run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning. That's gonna give you a lead. Like that's why he's in the lineup. He's batting fourth if you look at the, the lineup from game two. And talk about that quick start. I realize they're still in Houston, but they score a run in the in the bottom of the first inning, take a one-nothing lead. Atlanta ties it back up in the top of the second, but then four more runs in the second inning, and that's the, the jump start. That's what they rode to the win. 
it's it's all about the quick start and getting momentum onto your side early. Baseball is such a long sport, and it's it, it's kind of slow at some points. But when you can get the ball rolling, it's so hard for the other team to just stop that momentum. And I think that we've seen that. I think it's it's epitomized in a 6-2 Braves win in game one and a 7-2 Astros win in game two. I think that that shows really just how hard that momentum is to switch it once you get rolling in the beginning of the game. And I think both stadiums have kind of like a home field presence where it does create an advantage. They both have like, I guess you can even talk about game three, what's going to happen now when they go to Atlanta, I'm assuming it's going to be crazy when they're doing the chop. Everyone's going to be screaming and yelling for the Braves, even though they don't have that superstar built up team. It's going to feel like they are that maybe minor league Dodgers-esque team that could compete with the Astros. And you you talk about momentum. If they would have won the first two games, there would be no doubt in my mind they would have won three, lost another one, and then taken the series in game five. A hundred percent. And I love Atlanta. First of all, I think Atlanta and Nashville are the two southern cities that are coming up, that are going to be huge in in the future. I think they're, they're sick for young people. I think that kids our age when you start to graduate college you should look for a job in atlanta or nashville but the game day atmosphere i think in those two cities now obviously nashville doesn't have a major league baseball team they have now they have the sounds and they have one other team in nashville in minor league baseball but i think that the game day atmosphere in atlanta kind of shows how cool of a city they are i i remember watching a yankees game during the regular season at atlanta and it was bob in the ninth inning and Yankees up by one, up by two, something something weird. Freddie Freeman coming to bat, bases loaded, bomb in the ninth inning. Like the stuff that you're dreaming about when you're six years old in your backyard. Yeah. They shut out the lights. Everybody had either these glowing wristbands or there. I think I, I told this on the last episode I was on. Mm-hmm. And they just, it was on, they had the chop going. It was such an unbelievable atmosphere. And that was the regular season. Now you're yeah. hosting the World Series. And your team that you weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. If you go back to the uh, the All Star break, it was mm-hmm. it was not the Braves who we thought was going to be here. You even go to the first round to the wild card. The Braves weren't supposed to get out. They're here. I think Atlanta is going to show out. It's going to. I can't wait to watch the game tomorrow night. It's going to be such a crazy atmosphere. They have to take at least one of these games at home, and I think they will. Like I don't. It'd be really hard to believe that Houston comes in to Atlanta and takes both three and four. That would really shake it up. And at that point, I think the series is over because so, I don't know what they could do in Houston. This the series, the the saying is the series winner. If you're if you're on the road to start, you pretty much won the series. If you can take if you can steal one of those two games on the road. So if you can yeah. win a game on the road in the first four games of the series. You, you've got a really good chance. So now they're going in, they're coming back home tied 1-1 in the World Series. Say that they have that big home advantage in games three and four, and they win those two games. You just got to win one more game on the road. That's or it. then game, game six goes back to Atlanta, doesn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think they're looking really good. I still, I really do like the Astros. I don't like them. I, I should never say that. <laughs> Strike that from the record. I, I figured that's what you meant. <laughs> they're looking they're looking good. But I'm also I'm looking at the pitching matchup for tomorrow night. And they're going with Luis Garcia. He was pretty decent in the regular season, eleven eight record, three four eight ERA and hundred and sixty seven Ks. But the postseason 
he's only got a one and one record, 12 strikeouts and two starts. And his ERA, you want to you want to hear this ERA? A yeah. nine six four. Not ideal. Not good. You look at Ian Anderson, who's getting the nod for the Braves. Nine and five regular season, pretty good record. Three five eight. Not not the greatest ERA, but still good. North of a hundred strikeouts with one twenty four, and he's been good. He's one and zero in the postseason. A two two five ERA and twelve of those Ks. So I think I like the pitching matchup. We we're talking about how they they haven't they they've fallen off pitching, especially with the injuries. They weren't a good team on the mound already but I kind of like this pitching matchup at least for the starters coming in game three so I think the bullpen and the outfield is going to be the biggest parts of the Braves actually win the World Series or if they're going to fall through and try to rebuild for next year because you got the outfield is like a revolving door of like three to five guys they all brought in this team we've talked about multiple times in different episodes but then even when Charlie Morton got injured he'd only pitched 2.1 innings of work so you still have to call in the bullpen to finish off the job. There's like five pitchers that did it. And it like hopefully Ian Anderson can last a good six, seven innings. So they give him a little bit of a break, even though they have a day of a break. But they're definitely going to have to rely on the bullpen continuous days because they don't have their key starters actually healthy. Yeah, I, I think this, this day off is huge. I think you're not even telling that your your bullpen guys to come to the ballpark i think it's like stay home mm-hmm. do whatever you got to do if you want to cut like if it's if it's in your normal routine but let's just attack this like a, a, a regular day off because i think a lot of times you can get caught up in the emotions of being in the world series and and oh my god guys we're in the world series i got to go to the ballpark i got to make sure my body's good i got to get an extra throwing day in no 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 no, no. slow down we need your arm don't do anything out of the ordinary Keep it going. Let's just play our baseball. And I think I think if they do that, if they don't get too overwhelmed to the fact that they're tied 1-1 in the World Series, I think they're fine. I I, I do think it's going to be, you know, how long can Ian Anderson last? And the longer he lasts, the better chance the Braves have of winning game three. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't even know if I can give a prediction because it kind of is totally lopsided here. You have the Braves literally 6-2, 7-2. They've just switched the amount that they've scored. And they're one and one uh, at Houston. Like we said, Atlanta has a really good chance now to bounce back. But this is a deciding game, game three. And hopefully everyone tunes in tomorrow on Friday. Like, this should be a good game to watch. There shouldn't be football on. There's no college football. There'll probably be just hockey and, and World Series baseball. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even want to talk about hockey. It's the beginning of the season. We're still in the first 10 games for every yep. team. So if you're watching hockey and not the World Series, <laughs> especially the fact that it's tied 1-1 with the with the Atlanta Braves, come on. I think I, I agree. You can't really give a prediction. But when I can say the winner of Game 3 is going to win the World Series. If you're Houston and you take the game in Atlanta, it, it makes it a much different game going into Game 4 in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. If, if, if you're the Braves... And you win game four at home or game three at home, it's not easier, but you're like, you, you get the fans and it's a different experience for the fan. The, losing game three and going in, you're like, yeah, you know, we got we got our tires pumped last night. We got smoked by the Astros. The energy's not really there. Even though it's postseason and, and some energy's there, it's not as, as big as it could be. Versus 2-1 series lead, you just won a game last night. I, I kind of wanna, <laughs> I, I wanna be there. 
I, how expensive I tickets? <laughs> I'm gonna have to drive down. We can meet halfway and get down there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, buy buy a uh, buy a plane ticket that lands somewhere in a city near mm-hmm. Atlantic because you know the plane tickets to Atlanta are gonna be terrible. Oh man. And uh, I can rent a car, right? 21 years old, maybe. Yeah. I think 24, maybe. I think they might have boosted up to 24, but yeah, you know. We'll rent a U-Haul pickup truck because we can rent those. There you go. So mm-hmm. we'll rent that. We'll drive a pickup truck over to Atlanta. I, yeah, one. yeah. I, <laughs> I'd give a lot to go to a, a World Series game. Uh, now that Aaron Boone's re-signed with the Yankees for another three years, I don't know that I'm going to be going to one in New York anytime soon. <laughs> Definitely not for the Mets, that's for sure. Yeah, no, not for Mets or Yankees, man. No matter how many moves they make, they always seem to be going in the wrong direction. I, I, I'm also curious to know because with the with the Braves bullpen and and pitching problems, how much into the analytics do you lean? Because you know you might have Ian Anderson, and mm-hmm. I don't know how late he's worked into games or, or how effective he's been, and. and these pitching coaches nowadays look into okay he's been very effective in the fourth inning but he sees a 70 percent drop in strike rate uh in the fifth inning so we we're gonna take him out or like how how much do you lean into it versus the clear cut like this is what i see in front of me let's go and do with that because i think you got to have a healthy balance and i think that plays a really big part into into kind of the strategy when you're playing a a final series of the season the world series so I would say definitely need a healthy balance and you can never lean too far. Like you should not be leaning so far into the direction of what you see or what the pitcher believes. Um, I.e. of that are an example, 2015 World Series, game five, uh, Royals-Mets. Why is Matt Harvey still pitching? Because he wants to, not because he needs to, not because the Mets need him to, but because he's like, oh, I'm the dark knight. I got to pitch. Uh, I'm the only guy left. I got to do it. I got to... And then they lose him. And he's never the same after that. He does well for the Orioles this past season, but how long did it take for him to come back from that fall? So, like, you don't want this to happen to the Braves because it very well could. It's an NL East team. They're cursed. And then you go you go even 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 closer than that. Last year, Blake Snell being taken mm-hmm. out by, by Cash. Analytics probably said, yeah, he shouldn't be pitching still. But he was on fire. They take him out. They lose. Like, you, you, you got to find that healthy mix. And I, I think the Braves are, God, they're sitting pretty. I love it so much. So are the Astros, though. It, you said it. We both said it. You can't predict what's going to happen. All I know is the winner of game three is going to win the series. That If I was a betting man, I'm, I'm making a bet tomorrow night after the game to uh, on whoever wins game three. It's not going to be very good odds, but... <laughs> But that's more money for you then if you win. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not going to be good odds because it's going to be whoever wins game three is going to be like minus. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. To win the World Series. Something crazy because they're up 2-1. But yeah, I also don't sports bet. I made that mistake my freshman year of college. And <laughs> there were many nights where I did not eat dinner because I made that mistake sports betting. So. Nah, I just lost a lot of money. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do it anymore. Too much can happen in sports. That's why we can't predict who's going to win the World Series. Even when it's clear cut with the Houston Astros, when you look at their lineup and they've got Jose Altuve and it's, a bunch of people don't like him, he's still a very good baseball player. Alex Redman, mm-hmm. Correa, Jordan Alvarez, Guriel, right? Like, 
that lineup, and then you look, yeah, Eddie Rosario, Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albies, Jock Peterson, Jock Tober has been killing it in the yeah. postseason. Um, but I, I don't know. I, this, these lineups are good. God, it's just so close. I, you can't bet on sports, man. That's all I guess I can be on. I mean, so this World Series, I would definitely say it's not the average fan that doesn't enjoy baseball. They're not going to turn on this World Series. Oh. I think this is a baseball World Series. So, like, if you if you love the sport and you truly like, oh, like we're excited about Game Three instead of being excited about Game Six or Seven, then I th- that kind of shows like what kind of championship series is going to be. I I think casual baseball fans will watch it for the fact that Atlanta's in it, right? Like, it's kind yeah. of that. that Kind of weird story where it's like this is a team not a not a huge market i'd say atlanta's a medium market mm-hmm. in sports i mean the falcons aren't a big market team in the nfl the thrashers were never going to be a large market not even a medium market in nhl i know that the atlanta um soccer team is mm-hmm. big uh atlanta united or atlanta fc yeah, whatever it is so. like huge but yeah, medium market team going up against a, a slightly larger medium market team in the Astros. This is it's interesting. It's not the Yankees Dodgers World Series. It's not the Red Sox Dodgers from 2018, but or 2019, 2019. Uh, no, 2018. 18, they won yeah, my 18. first semester. Yeah. My first semester at Franklin Pierce, and it was terrible. Because <laughs> the 19 was Nationals. Yeah, uh, Astros. Yeah. And yeah. It's it's not gonna be, you know, the, the household names that everybody knows. Maybe with the Astros this year, just because of what they went through, but mm-hmm. that's not enough to get the casual fan. But I think the fact that you have guys like Freddie Freeman, who he's a big name in the MLB, things like that, and and Jose Altuve will get the casual fan watching. Plus, like like we were talking about, it's one one. The first game was seven to two or six to two. The second yeah. game was seven to two. It's not like you're not going to see runs being put on the board. It's obviously a hitter series so far. So that's that's called excitement. A lot of excitement. So I say the only piece of news I found this whole week that was a little interesting besides World Series baseball in the baseball world was this. I want to get your take on this. I feel like we're going to have similar takes. But PETA, for those who do know, I just saw it before we started recording, has a proposal that the baseball world stops using the word bullpen. They think that it is not okay because he's using animals from a bull um, being inside of like an actual pen, like fenced up, and they think it's derogatory. Uh, territory. So the the Tampa Rays cannot use the term bullpen. So you're only allowed, and I'm sorry if I'm lagging. Somehow my internet connection's unstable. It's all good. But yeah, I, 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 that's unbelievable. No bullpen. I don't understand the problem with the reason the word bullpen. Like, they're not even making sure to the bull on it, so it has nothing to do with the animal. I mean, well, here, here, you want, you want some other kind of? Are you kidding me? News in the baseball world. Oh, yeah, go this for it. This came out. This came out a couple weeks ago, maybe months ago, maybe two at this point. But the new Cleveland Guardians. Uh, right. Shocker has been a thing since 2013 for mm-hmm. a roller derby team. Yeah, roller derby team is suing the Cleveland <laughs> baseball team 
or I guess the Cleveland Indians, yeah. so they can figure it out uh, about the the name and the name change. So you propose a name change, people are unhappy that you're changing your name, and then they're even more unhappy at the name you choose, and now they're even more unhappy that you're not gonna be able to use the name that you choose oh, that they weren't man. happy with in the first place. They might just be stuck with the Washington football team just like they were. They're gonna have to pick uh, whatever, Cleveland baseball team. Now coming up to bat, like, oh man, I hope it doesn't happen to baseball. I, it, it's such a weird, you don't even have to change it because you look, you got the, the NHL, you got the Chicago Blackhawks, the mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who else? The Atlanta Braves. Yeah, Atlanta Braves. They're in the World Atlanta Series Braves. and nobody cares about that. That is <laughs> that is directly with Native American Oh culture. my God. The, I, really, the chop. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right around the time that that Washington took out the Washington Redskins, mm-hmm. it was after graduation in 2020, and I was with my my old broadcasting partner Tyler Orego. We were talking about the fact that students at Franklin Pierce University wanted them to change from Franklin Pierce University to Pierce College, Pierce University, change the name. Because Franklin Pierce, who was the president of the United States, didn't own slaves, but he was against, he wasn't against slaves. He didn't oppose it when he was in office. What? All this name changing things because he he wasn't a bad person. He just wasn't a good person. Wow. I know my cousins at Western Connecticut State University and they wanted to get rid of the colonials. They just wanted to do Western Connecticut State University. They said that that is, that is not that's not okay. And I was like, what? Colonial. Colonials just, they, they came and they yeah. colonized Yeah, like the Patriots. America. Yeah. It's the same kind of person. The dude sponsored by Gillette that's just vibing. <laughs> He's wearing the old clothes in the 1600s, 1700s. Carrying around uh, razor blades. Yeah. Blades. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, oh. I, it's such a weird... I cancel culture in 2021 is is definitely prevalent, but I yeah I don't know. I I want to see the, the uh, Patriots by the way get a new stadium sponsored by New Balance. <laughs> I, think, I think New Balance would be sick. Did you see that baby at the Red Sox game? Yeah. The new Balance dance off winner. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. If New Balance doesn't do something with that child, free shoes every year, one one mm-hmm. pair of shoes every year for that kid. Until they graduate high school. Yeah, something. Come on. <laughs> Free they got, their, they got their logo in front of everybody. And I realized outside of New England, New Balance is the Walmart shoe brand, right? I, I didn't wear New Balances until I mm-hmm. got to Franklin Pierce. And then everybody was wearing New Balances. It also helps that Aaron Judge is wearing New Balances. But yeah. I mean, yeah. it's become a popular baseball shoe in the past couple of years. I know Curtis Granderson, when I, the first time I saw him on the Mets, back in, like, I want to say, what, 2012, 2013, he was wearing them, and I was like, huh, okay, I guess it's a popular brand now. Like, 13-year-old Spencer, I was like, what? And then a lot of players are wearing them. Even even Champion in the 90s, Champion was the Walmart brand. I mean, there you go. It's on my hoodie. I mean. Yeah, and we were growing <laughs> up, Champion. I've got, I've got a couple of hoodies in my closet yeah. there. That's Champion's brand. It, I don't know. It's cool. It's like the Atlanta Braves of clothing. Yeah, no, you're right. A little brother. <laughs> Maybe we'll see the Atlanta Braves be a big market team in, in 10, 20 years. So, or, or the Atlanta baseball team, because in 10, 20 years, the Braves is going to be an unacceptable name. Oh, it's going to run down all of them. 
All of them are going to get shut down. No more Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs, Chicago Blackhawks. It's just going to be the Chicago Hawks. Yeah, they probably will change that. That's probably the first one to go. Or the next should, one to go. They should change to the uh, the Hawks from the Mighty Ducks movie. And then the Mighty Ducks can yeah. come back. Yeah, that would be sick. Robbery. I think... I think the baseball theory of playing more field of dream style games, the NHL should do it where you've got the Chicago Blackhawks mm-hmm. wearing black and blue and they play against the Anaheim Ducks wearing the Mighty Ducks jerseys. That'd be so easy because they already did it. Like they already had the throwbacks. Like it wouldn't be that big of a problem. You just got to rebrand one team for like two days or a day. Yeah. Just one game. You change your logos on social media. That's all. Mm-hmm. It You sell jerseys. That's the big thing. Is yeah. You're making money. The Field of Dreams games. Uh, you're, you're creating new jerseys for these teams to play in the games. Yep. That's revenue right there. You're selling tickets. Mm-hmm. Dyersville, Iowa? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, hotel fees out of this world. The, the, the company's in there. I was talking about it in my sports and rec management class today and how publicly funded stadiums aren't as nice as they seem because it's just removing it's just reconfiguring the money that gets spent in the town you're not getting new money but yeah. in the case of dyersville iowa where people aren't coming to you at all getting that that facility and getting that game is now bringing people to you and I, i'm curious to see where do you think they they put the next one because i know rob manfred said that they were going to play some some other kind of interesting location games I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I know they do a Mexico series. That has nothing to do with, like, Feel the Dreams or, or like, any movies. Well, you already have the NHL that goes to Europe. You mm-hmm. have the NFL that goes to Europe. They go to England. The yep. NHL went to Germany, Switzerland, um, where else? Sweden, yeah. Finland, right? All these places. The NFL, we said, goes to England. They do a London games. They did a Mexico City game, didn't they? The yeah. NFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's time for Major League Baseball, especially if Cuba's borders are now open for travel, go to Cuba, play a game in Cuba, Puerto Rico. I Mexico. think they did Puerto Rico a couple years ago. They, 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 they call it like the Caribbean series, quote unquote, where they, I think it was, they just picked two market teams. One of them might have been the Astros that were like full of Hispanics. And they're like, all right, here you go. And they just ship them down and like, make money for Gotta us. Do it. Gotta <laughs> do it. Because it gives... Yeah. It gives Fans from around the world, outside of America, a chance to see the game. Kids yeah. who are going to grow up and try and play professional baseball. It gives your players a chance to go home. Now, you, you might have the Americans who are a little upset that they have to fly all the way down to Puerto Rico and it play. It's like three game. games. But it's, but it's, you get to see a new place in the world. You get to understand the culture of your, of your teammates, which is really your family, a little bit deeper. You get to mm-hmm. see where they grew up. And then you get your your guys who are from Puerto Rico to be able to go back to their hometown and kind of represent their country in front of their their fellow countrymen. I exactly. think it's a no brainer. I you mean, got to get the MLBPA to sign off on it. Easy publicity and the easiest way to spread your sport throughout the world. I mean, literally going throughout the world and playing games with yeah. your logo on their chest. It's I, I don't know. I I think about getting jobs in marketing in sports. Mm-hmm kind of like what I was doing this well what I was supposed to do coming up with the thunder and social media and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Uh, I texted Ben too our boss at the thunder and I've been blowing his phone up all off season (laughs) just trying to get a job but 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a no brainer. You got to market your 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 stuff and, and push it. Get get rid of the, the bad stigma around baseball because there really yeah. is one and, and you got to grow the sport. And I think that's the best way to do it. Grow it internationally and push it towards a younger audience, our age, not yes. younger, not older, but mm-hmm. our age. You're still going to get the younger kids with Little League Baseball. Mm-hmm. But those are the two things that Major League Baseball needs to do, our age and internationally. Well, you're here first. Future marketing possible. Someone who's going to be marketing here is Reginello. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll get him on that board. If, I mean, you know, maybe right out of college, MLB, give him a job. Let him run MLB PA. Sign off on it. Get we'll, some games uh, in Mexico. We'll post the clip on Instagram and then tag the MLB every time we post it. We'll all <laughs> post it on our stories. Tag MLB. I post it on my podcast Instagram. There you go. <laughs> Get it in front of their eyes. You Got go. to market myself in a good way, right? Get a job. Mm-hmm. That way I can bring the boys with me to the MLB. <laughs> Those Rays podcast goes MLB. Oh, my God. <laughs> Live shows um, in the World Series down in Atlanta. That would That's be insane. We're getting there. And they become a powerhouse. We covered them when they were, oh, this little thing. And then, boom, big market team. And they're still yeah. called the Braves. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> uh, it's I don't know. We just go back to this series with the Astros and the Braves. It's I love these stories. Like the small, not small, but like they're not a big team. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the pitching staff and the lineup of the Astros. They're no. still there. It's just the same exact thing. I hate the Tampa Bay Rays, <laughs> but I, I kind of love the, the Braves because of it. Yeah, I mean, it makes it more of a story, like you said, when someone from not literally nothing but kind of almost nothing supposed to be third place in their division of five teams that don't belong in in the playoffs let's be honest I'm a Mets fan I'll be honest about it and now they're in the World Series and they might win it and even if they don't that's still a big step forward towards their offseason signings of possibly more pitching they're they're in arguably the worst division in all of Major League Baseball Mm -hmm. they're in third place coming out of the All-Star break everybody's saying it's going to be the Mets or the Phillies Yep. Primarily the Mets at that point of the season. The Mets are on fire. They're, they they're were killing it. They just first can't. half of the season. And all of a sudden they start losing. And the Phillies are winning. And they're like, the Phillies are going to make the playoffs. Bryce Harper is going to lead them. He, he he's, he's on his way. He's going to get a ring. And then all of a sudden, sneaky. No one's talking about it. The Braves mm-hmm. just start winning baseball games. And now here they are. How many months later? Tied 1-1 with the Astros. Which... <laughs> If we even look at our predictions on Instagram, no one, no, no one had them winning. I think one person had the Braves winning the series. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, um, I think it was like a lower series. It might have been division series. That was it. James, right? Mm-hmm. The NLDS, he had the Braves yeah. win. That's it. That's the only time the Braves logo shows up on our uh, our postseason picks. It was like, let's go Giants. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> I had the Dodgers. I had the Dodgers. Oh, you're right. You're right. And then Alex. Alex had the Yankees, which is is Alex a Mets fan too? <laughs> He's a Yankees fan. He's a Yankees fan. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> you, you can't tell by his picks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It was a very fan based uh, pick set of picks. Not really I, looking into it too much anymore. He's retired. He's an editor now. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted the White Sox to get there. That would have been awesome. Tim Anderson would have been electric. It was Randy, Randy Arozarena, I think, last year, who was just an animal beast. Yeah. Pumping the, pumping the boys up, the jumping over the, the dugout. Just, yeah. 
cowboy you boots. Need someone like that. Yeah, you need someone yeah. like that on your team. Is it Ozzy for the Braves? Who's right that now, guy? for sure. I mean, that's him. Because everyone else is kind of new to the team that's in the outfield because Acuna got injured. Yeah. I mean, Jocktober will make a presence, the same presence that other teams, other players make for their teams next year, but not this year, I don't think. How, how about that trade for Jock Peterson? Yeah. Like, Unbelievable. How, like Acuna goes down. You need something to bring him over from uh, from Chicago. From yeah, the Chicago. Cubs, which very short-lived Chicago career for Jock mm-hmm. Peterson. Right? He was in L.A., then he goes to Chicago. Now he's in Atlanta. They're not winning games. And all of a sudden, he's they they look like geniuses. So who do you who do you rather see win the World Series? Dusty Baker. I think there was on Instagram like Dusty Baker mm-hmm. or Freddie Freeman and Jock Peterson. Also, didn't didn't Jock Peterson play with Contreras' older brother? Yeah, that's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. They play with both now. Wilson and oh, I can't think. William. I think it's William. Yeah. Wilson and William. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I love baseball so much. I don't understand how people say like, "Oh, I could fall asleep at a baseball." Game. I just can't. Like, dude, don't go to the game. Then it's okay. I'll, I'll go to the game. Give me my tickets. You pay for them. I'll be good. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. You give me your tickets. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I know is I'll be watching it on my couch inside because it's too cold outside. That's fair. I'll be doing the same thing. <laughs> drinking a beer because i'm 21 years old he as well because i'm also 21 <laughs> we're not we're not we're too young <laughs> all right so that'll do it for us here episode eight of season four the Dallas Rays podcast make sure to follow us on instagram at delos underscore reyes underscore podcast for more information we got maybe some future rankings coming up off season coming up really soon so a lot more ideas will be getting pushed out besides the world series but we're in our last rut here five games left of the season potentially And we'll see what happens. All right. See you guys next week.